0: Welcome to Crafts and Crime. I'm Amy. I'm Lee. And as always, we have a Craft and a Crime. We sure do. Yep, we always do until mm-hmm. the day we don't. <laughs> <laughs> so, um I am just waiting for that wardrobe thing to be delivered today. Oh. Yeah. Um we've been we just we were just before recording we were talking about projects and stuff mm-hmm. like in the backyard and then I'm doing a lot in my house and outside yeah um we've lived in our house for um we're coming up on 11 years mm-hmm. and you know nothing's been painted in 11 years well I I have done touch-up paint and then I did like an accent wall in trying to yeah. room so it's just coming up on the time where like okay things need to be updated, and so we did put in the vinyl flooring,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, a couple of years ago. Yeah. Last yeah, a couple of years yeah, it was like the year before you moved out here or over here, and um, and so there's like stuff in the bathroom we want to fix, and I'm going to put in a whole pantry like with shelves because we have the cutout for it, and then I'm yeah. gonna repaint the whole house so. You were helping me look at paint colors on on sherwin williams website mm-hmm. and so i have paint swatches coming um i always get like this maybe like twice a year i get like the itch mm-hmm. to spring clean and brighten things up but now it's like okay we've been here over 10 years and <laughs> you know we have four kids and the little ones oh my gosh i'm just like ready to repaint like doors and doorways and and all the baseboards and stuff and then yeah Stuff in the backyard, like I'm going to get the same, which I should have done from the beginning. And I don't know why. I just thought the chicken coop was going to, or the chicken run was just going to be too big. It's because chicken math. I know. <laughs> we <laughs> really went above what we planned to start with. Uh, yeah. Yep, <laughs> you I like, was like, I'm
1: going to have three. three. And no. <laughs> And then we Nine both had like, little. oh my
0: gosh, at one point between the two of us, we had like 30. A lot. And yeah. it was just a lot of like <laughs> selling them and like.
1: Rehoming. Yeah. Re-homing. I rehomed some roosters. Yes. Which was I kept a long time ago. And like, I've been trying to rehome one of ours. I'm still trying. Yeah. Because um, he's just worthless. He's and... a deadbeat trailer park <laughs> husband. <laughs> so
0: yeah, I got the one that's half your size. Oh yeah! I should have gotten the bigger run because we both got the same exact chicken coop, Mm -hmm. um, which is nice. It's great. It'll definitely last in -hmm. comparison to some of the cheap wood ones that I've gotten in the past. Like that one that we have out in the backyard that we put the chicks in when they were like teenagers. Yeah. That thing's fallen. Which is more like like, a
1: single guinea pig hut. Yeah. That's like
0: the original. I think (laughs) that's the original one or like the replacement that we bought when we first got chickens and we just had like a few. Mm -hmm. And... um. So, yeah, we're going to redo our whole backyard and oh my gosh, I don't know how we're going to get that passion fruit out. Mm-hmm. I'm leaving that to Jack. So I don't know what the root system looks like. Do I don't you? know either. It's huge. It's like the size of my arm. It's like like a that tree. root is like a tree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he's going to have to move that because in that back area, just mm-hmm. like you have, I'm going to have the chicken yeah. there. And then I'm and just gonna all use the this- flies will be. In yeah,
1: <laughs> I know. Yeah, to
0: annoy my neighbor.
1: (laughs) So we'll get it. You know, they said that it was so bad last year because it it was the rain. And even now we haven't had as much rain as we did last year, so that it's fucked up and it sucks. Sorry, swears. but (laughs) it means that we won't have as many bugs this kind. I hope not. But
0: also, I did get those big um, fly trap things, those mesh ones that have the bag, Mm -hmm. and so basically you just need like a ziploc bag or whatever to go under it. Um, I'm gonna just be on it with those. Yeah, and um, it's it's like
1: the same kind that it's like the horse ranch. Like the bag? N-
0: not that. It's, the, okay. it's that green mesh one. Oh, okay. And then the bag goes on the bottom. So it mm-hmm. attracts the flies up. So, yeah. And then, they and die then and fall down? Yes. And then this year, I'm definitely doing straw. I haven't oh, done yeah. straw. I don't know in how long. Like but, for the ground run? Yes. Um, That's okay.
1: I'll go in with you. We could take the truck.
0: Yeah. I probably am going to need, because I wanted to do straw for the quail as well. Mm-hmm. And I think one bale of hay. Or hay is for the ra- rabbits Yeah <laughs> um, Yeah
1: because if the chickens eat it they'll die Yeah Because so, it binds them up right So
0: the I think so But the straw You can do straw mm-hmm. Straw bales mm-hmm. And um, And I think I might need like we both might need one and a half mm-hmm. for the size because it's 20 feet by, so what
1: we'll was it, get, 20 by 10? So we'll get three and then half. But then new... I
0: might need one mm. just for the quail because my small one, I'm doing the quail in there. So My
1: idea, how about we, we could do it all at one time, Yeah. which is We'd the straw. The yeah, the straw. And I really want to do the pine pellets and that would fill in the gaps of the straw. Mm, maybe. Because I hear Tractor it. supply cheapest it, for that. Mm-hmm, I hear I it's really good it, yeah. for um cell selling for <laughs> absorbing the stuff and then they just grind it up and it yeah, turns down. So
0: I'm really going to try to We both like cause summer is just so hard And it gets really smelly really fast mm-hmm. Um, So yeah we're working on our outside Stuff mm-hmm. and and like I said I'm working on yeah, inside stuff Our weather
1: for yard work is winter <laughs>
0: Yes it is because we can't do it in 110 degree yeah. Weather
1: unless I mean I don't mind evening Gardening but like mm-hmm. you know I, The sun goes down the mosquitoes come out and we get yeah. Alive oh, it's horrible. We need like beekeeper suits Seriously but then it's still like 95 it's just not sunny
0: no and yeah i get overheated um really easily i've Mm. been borderline heat stroke a few times doing yard work that sucks um and like one time it was really scary and a lot
1: of it too is like mental health medication that i take you're not it's you're photophobic you Mm -hmm. can't you're not supposed to go in the sun because you can get sunburn sunstroke heat stroke Mm -hmm. like Insanely fast. Yeah, and I'm on the same as you. Yeah, and, so, it, and it, it that's why. Yeah, it I definitely noticed dangerous. that after
0: starting medication. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I get so. like
1: the hot, like it's not actually a sunburn, but it's like a a crazy like heat rash spot. that mm-hmm. pops up just from being in the sun for a few minutes. My, My sister does too.
0: Face turns red like a tomato, and then I get an immediate headache. And oh. I could be drinking water. Like, yeah, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. It's not dehydration. It's overheating and. I will feel physically ill. It's, like a you,
1: it's a. I think it's almost like an allergic reaction. Yeah, is what happens? It's like a. It's almost yeah. like I
0: feel like I, I have like a fever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you um, feel sick, you and I sick. feel sick, and so and then you'll get one the time, poops. <laughs> one you'll time I got so sick I had to like get in a cold shower, like oh no. like a lukewarm, yeah. you know, shower and slowly make it cooler, and um, oh. and then this last time, um, it was recently. I can't remember what I was working. Oh, the driveway! Mm-hmm. Remember when my mom had the kids um, for like that week um, after Christmas, before New Year's, uh, and I cleared off the driveway.
1: Oh, the long driveway! And yes, I'm thinking yes. of like the van. No, well, part. I did
0: in front of the van, mm-hmm. um, but then I did like the, the whole, whole driveway, okay. and except for the woodpile area. Um, <laughs> and it wasn't mm-hmm. even that hot out, mm-hmm. and I came inside, and my face was so red. And I was like, man, and it it was sunny that day. And so I just think I have a sensitivity to the sun. Yeah. But yeah, so we are working on our outside projects probably this weekend because it's going to be, it's going to be okay. And we have, you know, Jack's um, not working this weekend. Yeah, I think it is
1: supposed to, we had rain in the forecast and now they say it's coming back, but I'm Mm -hmm. I just know we have a lot
0: to get done outside. And then, like I said, I bought a wardrobe for um, Link and Lily's room that i need to put together and they sent it in two separate boxes so i got one like four days ago and then the other one's out for delivery today so um we took apart their old dresser it was falling apart and um i bought them a (coughs) wardrobe so more storage something to grow with them so i'm really excited it's really pretty i i um, saw it it's really really cute it's like a
1: cute neutral
0: yeah it's it's a little lighter than (coughs) my floors Oh, yeah. So, yeah, when you see them on the floor next to each other, it's a little lighter than the floor. I'm trying to
1: think of the, the bits that I saw already laying there. Yeah, you'll
0: have to look again. And then that mesh part, that screen is like on wood. So it's not like mm, see-through. Perfect. So like, oh, my gosh, oh, my God. Because so that's worried what about
1: I Yeah, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. we're just gonna I will probably yeah. punch a fucking hole yeah, through yeah, it exactly. trying to grab it exactly yeah Yeah, so I'm really excited it's like that it's like that old school wicker back in the day
0: looking yeah so I'm really excited (laughs) so we're yeah gonna paint can you help me
1: build that bookshelf table thing of Lenore's that we still didn't do
0: yeah (laughs) if um my stuff doesn't get delivered before when we're done (laughs) then I'll help you with that right away because um it shouldn't take long that's not as complicated as the bookshelf it was thing. so exciting and I'm making
1: dinner tonight so i'm free oh <laughs> lenore just realized that it's a desk too oh my gosh. literally <laughs> last was, night just she thought it was just a nice slim bookshelf so oh. she was really excited <laughs> and i was like lenore no it's a desk <laughs> too a desk, yeah what she doesn't know is that eventually i she does occasionally listen to this so if she does whatever but um uh i'm gonna eventually what she really wanted was um a like a full like a vanity not like a crazy huge expensive one or anything but it was a little bit more out of budget and this was affordable because and it's really like a perfect well
0: that's like what Avery has is a desk but then Mm -hmm. she has the mirror so it's like a vanity so it's kind of
1: a two-in-one yeah see Lenore has her the cute little magnified vanity mirror she already has and so she wanted a desk and this is awesome because it's meant for like small spaces Mm -hmm. and the desktop like folds up into the wall and it has a chalkboard Oh, I didn't know that. Yes, the legs are a chalkboard. So when you fold it up, uh, it's a chalkboard. And I'm like, oh, my God. Cool. I yeah, really don't I'll think she'll have it, it folded up too much. Because yeah. she's probably going to have her pops and stuff. Yeah. But like, you can still write on the chalkboard when it's folded down. Uh-huh. It's visible. It's really that's freaking
0: cool. Cute. Yeah, it totally know, I'm the one that yeah. everybody asks for help with building the furniture and stuff. Kurt and I
1: have built projects together and we don't fight or freak out it goes okay yeah. but it ends up taking a really long time so. oh
0: it's my jam I'm so you are like... very
1: good at it <laughs> the thing is dude why have you need to do Rabbit?
0: I Big okay it. remember I was going to and then it freaked me out because oh. the thought of like I'm a woman and mm-hmm. I'm going into like these yeah strangers true. houses to like to build, build their furniture, furniture. Give me anything IKEA, I could build that and like so fast. I'm so yeah. good with just assembling furniture. Like, I'm getting. I will say I'm stuff. getting
1: better at it, but it stresses me out like immediately. Oh no, I love it. It's like a it's puzzle. Like, that's why I'm like, like can we do it
0: today? I want to do Probably. it. Probably. <laughs> I'm, I'm really good at it, <laughs> so I'm actually excited to do the I wardrobe. I mean, the reality
1: is, when we're done with this, we could just pop all the bits out at least and get an idea, and we could build part of it. Or I whatever. got power tools. I could do it. Okay. Yeah. And I'm really Yeah, my tools, drill so. was not I actually just checked it because I have the drill attachments like you yeah. do remember we were talking about that the cleaning in, drill fits, Yeah, I'm going yeah. to deep clean my shower and I was like, "Oh, I got that drill attachment." Yeah. If you have never heard of them, do yourself a favor. I have arthritis. It sucks ass in my hands. And um, the drill attachment cleaning brushes. You can uh-huh. get them on Amazon. But like yep, most I places. And it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Y'all need to do yourself a favor. Yeah. It's, They're so helpful. Yeah. You still have to hold the trigger down of your drill, obviously. But better than know.
0: like actually scrubbing yeah, my it's hand. It's hard. Yeah. Um, then you can do two hands. And like, Well, I'm going to need my power tools anyways from the oh, yeah, wardrobe yeah. so I'm like I'll have power tools out we, we can we'll just do make it. sure we plug
1: it in and we do will it. do it you know will exactly. and I'll sit there and hand, <laughs> I'll hand and I'm the the <laughs> fucking sidekick I'm like here's part b yeah I just watch you and hand you the parts yeah. that's
0: just totally fine I'll put my stories on yeah. I'm
1: watching dynasty everybody the oh og gosh. one and it's so trampy yeah. and dramatic and amazing and I love
0: it okay so we got a plan but yeah. yeah what when does this come out this comes out I think the week of nope the last week of
1: the month, the so the week of
0: of Avery's birthday, oh. the week of her birthday, yeah, and I'm excited for that because she's gonna go roller skating. And yeah, the girls um, gonna have a lot of fun. The uh, Troy, the Troy and Avery, Troy and Avery actually going roller skating tomorrow. Oh, fun! At the same exact place, really? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, Patrick's leaving for um, military school. Oh, okay, and it's like that six month thing, and so they're doing mm. a surprise thing at the at the skating rink. Oh, that's so yes, yeah, so they're gonna swing by and. Uh, Pick up Troy and Avery, so it'll be fun. It's a fun surprise party for going away.
1: That's adorable.
0: So, yeah, so a lot of fun things happening in January. That's awesome. New year, new experiences and plans. Mm -hmm. I like January. Yeah. Okay, anyways, you have I have the a craft. craft. Yes, yes I do. I was like, wait,
1: me? Nope, you. Yep, and I just got done telling you. I was like, oh, it's really short. We totally always fine. say that. Well, but we had a I long episode last episode. We did, yeah. So this one. This, it is. This is a little shorty, okay. shorty but goody. This is pretty much everybody I know of has ever heard of this. And again, I did not know where they came from. Fuse beads. Fuse beads? Yeah, melty beads, like perler comma beads so you know you do your little grid yeah. what do you call them
0: are you talking about the little
1: like, like plastic yeah beads. yeah fuse, is that
0: what they're called fuse beads yeah oh i called them iron beads <laughs> yeah iron on, iron, beads. iron, That's iron to, beads yeah so
1: fuse beads so we just have different names for them apparently so fuse beads or thermoplastic beads, or iron beads, <laughs> or iron beads. Because again, it's kind of you just like melt them. Yeah, yeah. it's ca- it's like calling things you know a band aid, but that's uh-huh. a brand name. They're adhesive bandages. Yeah. So a lot of us call it by a brand name. Yeah. So us in America, we call them Perler. That company came out in America. Mm-hmm. So did you know that they are sixty six years old? No. So
0: see, I think of it from like the nineties. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well. Apparently, these beads have been made of, you know, not these beads. Beads in general have always been made of a ton of different materials. They're all, you know, they literally have been made throughout history Mm -hmm. as decoration. I love seeing like the Egyptian beaded necklaces and stuff that still are like, how did it make it? Yeah. And but these... Specific plastic beads were originally made by a company called Munkplast in Sweden, which was in um, Munka Ljörn, okay, <laughs> in 1958, and they were originally just plastic tubes, and they cut them down into the the same size beads that we know today, which are about um, five millimeters. Mm-hmm. And they use them to be called, you know, quote, Indian beads. And they would use them like on a, a huge loom mm-hmm. And they were made as like a ribbon So as okay. a di- And they were made as bracelets and, uh-huh. and beaded trims and stuff But they were not made of the same kind of plastic It was a very dense, hard, solid plastic okay. These beads, if you're not familiar with them Are really soft and they're soft enough to be melted with an iron But mm-hmm. um, if you're a weird kid and would chew on them They're totally mm-hmm. like, they're very soft so these were m- a much different, harder plastic because plastic was very brand new back then. Mm-hmm. Um, it was celluloid and um, like <laughs> poison chemicals. Yeah. So, um, but then they ended up in 1962, a man named uh, Gunnar Knutsen in Wallingby, Sweden. He patented a pegboard for these beads to be used Um, and it was the same system as it is now a pattern would go underneath these clear peg boards and um, his patent was I love this was actually used for cognitive and motor skills as a therapeutic activity for the elderly oh that is so cool yeah and so the beads were not melted they were actually um I actually don't have an example but it I believe it's going to be your little piece of paper with your pattern, and on top is your pegboard, then your beads, and you glued your board surface. Whether it, yeah, was, it was paper, it was just glued. yeah, so it was um paper or what they call like a masonry board, which okay. is like uh like a canvas that doesn't mm-hmm. have the frame. It's yeah, a solid yeah, yeah. solid canvas basically. Yeah, and so then they would glue it. And, and then it dried and you would remove it, trim off any excess. And then they were used as um, wall decorations or mm-hmm. a trivet, which is you put a hot pot on it. So you can tell that plastic yeah, not did not melt. melt. Yeah. A teapot, whatever. And um, and so it was It they would end up being art on the walls. And I bet that was like super groovy That's in so the cool. 70s. Imagine yeah. like, the pretty pixel art. <clears throat> so um, another brand like I'm familiar with this brand because I do a lot of the fused beads not lately uh-huh. but i did um right before we moved here because we have a stainless steel fridge now and they're not magnetic yeah <laughs> so um the hama they started in the uk and they took off with their pegboard and their own brand of beads in 1971 um ikea is actually a really uh, you know pretty decently old company which i was not aware of because we don't live <laughs> in sweden Mm-hmm. but the pisla brand of their beads it's mm-hmm. the same exact size they're all five millimeter they come in a bucket and you can get like they're not sorted but um yeah they're so affordable i
0: know <laughs> because me. we yeah. had one <laughs> and it was full i bet it was all over the floor right it fell in the laundry room and they went everywhere yeah and i vacuumed them up i threw everything away i I threw away the little plastic i was like this is not a craft i'm ever doing again yeah in my house i and i just threw it all away well because it's all inexpensive it's really inexpensive stuff but i was just like yeah
1: and when it it has like cat hair and you're not gonna pick it out no but i
0: i literally threw away all (laughs) the little plastic form things yes everything all the books everything i was like this is never it was so messy it was a
1: big yeah. Like, they're infuriating like when they're not of, sorted It's of, like 12,000 I think Oh, Was it, it the Ikea?
0: It, no it wasn't the Ikea one It was like the big one from Joann's The big oh, okay. bucket with the handle mm-hmm. And yep all it I took gotcha. Was falling down in the laundry room And, and I was like <laughs>
1: Oh my god! I, I think I was actually at your house on that habit. Yeah, you just I think you it, like, were last year. Yeah, early? yeah. I well, here's the plus side: if the older kids ever want to do some for whatever reason, I have so many, and yeah. I love them, and I make like I have a excuse me, I, I have, have Zelda and a Super Mario, like a whole book, like uh-huh. a whole pattern book, and um, it's like OG Zelda, and I have me. it. <laughs> I have an ornament
0: on my tree that I made when I was like Avery's age oh, and it's a heart.
1: Yeah, I love, I really do love them. And it is, I use it actually, which is sort of funny because I've always made a joke that I use it as physiotherapy for my arm mm-hmm. because they have nerve damage and the little tweezers, it's painful, but yeah. I'm like, it helps. It's That's moving. Like when we were it, doing but the diamond
0: art. Exactly. It really like did. It did,
1: too. but mm-hmm. it, it does. It, it's, I can see why it would work because you've yeah. got to be pretty pre- precise. Yeah. So. Um. So IKEA has the PISLA uh, brand, mm-hmm. their own, with matching pegboards and everything. And they are super well known. But for us living in North America, our brand is Perler, which okay. it's funny because I always grew up like, hearing like... probably probably
0: was on the bucket.
1: I don't know. Probably. Yeah. Um, which was like, do you do Perler? <laughs> so that was like the all encompassing, do you do these melty uh-huh. beads? So... It was founded in Cloverdale, California, by PD <laughs> Peter and DD PD <laughs> <P. D. laughs> Peter and DD Schneck in 1981. And this is super cool, and I love this. So these beads, they switched to food grade, low density polyethylene plastic in the the end of the 70s. Okay. Which that means, if you make a little plate or a little box or something. It's totally food safe Yeah, You could make a little gift box And put cookies or k- chocolate That is crazy I And so then that. I was like So when I used to chew on them When I was little It was fine <laughs> it was I wasn't funny. chewing poison yeah. But yeah So it's actually food grade I think that's really cool So yeah. it means it's much less You're not melting poison Yeah As much <laughs> You are But it's not as yeah. bad for the you Like it's all Yeah It's, it's all not going to release Yeah still. It's not going to release Like ridiculous VOCs into uh-huh. the air So um, I I It's really funny because... And then it turned into... This was a kind of dangerous, but you also didn't have to use glue. It's a lot less messy because these small pieces should be used under adult supervision anyway. Uh-huh. And then the thermoplastic moved so that we could melt it with uh-huh. an iron easily, quickly over the top. No need for glue and all this crap. Mm-hmm. And, you know, uh, the only thing that ends up happening is you don't glue it and then you lift it and it's not done. and It, yeah. <laughs> and it falls apart and yeah. you really can't redo it. But mm-hmm. so... These pixelated images nowadays, it's something that I know what they're called. The whole patterns are called bead sprites. Okay. I have no idea why. I could not find it. It's just like a weird, it's just a term that came up. But I have a world record. Okay. The world record goes to this dude's name. I'm going to try to do my best. Claudio Alexandru Chiopulescu. Okay. And he lives in Craiova, Dolge, Romania. Okay. And on July 10th, just last year, 2023, he made the largest bead sprite m- image. Uh huh. It was 58,482 mini two millimeter beads. Oh my gosh. Beads. So not even the full size, the yeah. tinier beads. He oh used, my god. He used Hama brand, the UK brand. Uh-huh. With forty different colors. It took him hundred and fifty hours and he used his grandmama's tweezers. Oh my god. And, <laughs> it's crazy. Um it is so beautiful. It's an Arabian woman. She has like um the oh man, I used to know the full name. Anyway, in her she has beautiful blue uh-huh. eyes and it's like amazing that's so cool so here is the little bit that i had mentioned where i'm kind of like i have a crazy little thing and it's kind of a crime but it's just one of the things that was trying to be copied with this same kind of pixel art there came a product called aqua dots okay does this is this okay so there was a scandal with these aqua dots what it was was instead of a grid system it was like a dimple system Uh uh-huh you put your pattern underneath you take your little tweezer suction cup thing and like bloop 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 you drop the yep. little dots in and then you would spray them with water yes it's like the QuickSols things yeah yeah, yes. yeah. there yeah, was it's toy like, had yeah so it's like there's a bunch of different uh-huh. brands and i think they all went off the market because of yeah. this so it was a new toy on the scene and it was coming to rival like perler beads and uh-huh. it was also really cute because they had like a translucency to them so yeah. it made them kind of shiny and as soon as you spritz them with water it would activate a type of adhesive on the edges that would just bond the whole thing together uh-huh. when it dried. So no hot irons and yep. even simpler. So um, in July of 2007, unfortunately, an 18-month-old named Ryan, who lived in Gilbert, Arizona, he swallowed some of these teeny tiny Toy dot beads yep. and he started vomiting uncontrollably mm-hmm. and he had to be airlifted to the hospital. He ended up suffering with seizures and he stopped breathing and he mm-hmm. went into a coma. Well, they ended up finding out through testing of what he ate was that there was a chemical coating on these tiny little balls that for some reason when they were ingested, mm-hmm. our chemical composition in our stomach acid broke down the coating into GHB, mm. which is the date rape drug. Yeah. So that it's insane. bad enough and toxic and poison enough to our bodies, mm-hmm. which I think that the, I think that's like the prescription for that is uh Rohypnol. I believe that's what the prescription mm-hmm. is because it's a sedative. It's yeah. used, in, you know, everything starts out as medical reasons. Yeah. So anyway, for a tiny baby's body for us, that's poison. We'll black out. We have to get our yeah. stomachs pumped. But for a tiny baby body, that's why he was essentially poisoned. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so what ended up happening is in November, it just took them a few months, which was too long. The Spin Master brand that was known, that made the Aqua Dots, they recalled and completely took off the shelves all of their products because two more toddlers oh my gosh. after Ryan swallowed these beads and they, all, they both went into a coma as well. They did recover fully and they were fine. But unfortunately, when Ryan came out of his coma, he ended up suffering permanent organ damage and brain damage. And unfortunately, um, his family, they were awarded some money, um, but it was only $435,000 in damages. That's like nothing. That's That's nothing. That's probably one fourth of that is going to go to that airlift bill. It's bullshit. I don't. I don't understand They're that little boy is going to have problems for the rest of his life mm-hmm. because of a stupid toy. So anyway, sorry, that was weird. But like, yeah, is it oh, okay. these? It's they're super similar. Yeah. But these this are the squares? same things. And
0: <clears throat> it's the same thing. And you spray it with water.
1: Oh, how funny. That's crazy. I had to look it up. Because I'm I was wondering like, I it's if the same they um, just like they probably reformulated. I don't think they sell oh, okay. so it, buy, it anymore. Oh, it's $82. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <Okay. laughs>
0: and why there's only one left. <laughs> Wow. So
1: yeah, I know it's crazy. So um well, in our Instagram post, I will totally post that beautiful picture yeah. at the the Guinness book. I'm like, I'm wondering, made.
0: I didn't this is okay. This is the first year uh-huh. for Christmas that I have not bought Troy a world record book.
1: Oh, okay. Um
0: nah. and he doesn't want to get rid of any of the old ones, but I just noticed this last year he didn't look through it as much as he did mm. prior year. so i was like ah well i used to check them out
1: from the library and they never put everything in it they no just do so i'm like oh i
0: wonder if there's one i know he has the 2022 no 2023 mm-hmm. gotcha um but yeah, yeah i
1: used to love checking those out mm-hmm. when i was a kid
0: yeah he's got a lot he has some from the Wasn't 90s a TV and, or show? early
1: 2000s wasn't there a
0: oh i don't guinness
1: know guinness tv no no i think it was on um when you would do when you would watch the ripley's believe it or not show yes that, that they would like, have yeah, world yeah, record yeah. breakers there okay yeah Look, um kurt's on his way home oh wow so that's early yeah so it's fine though he's gonna come home and primp anyway
0: <laughs> so yeah um i those beads i never want to do that craft again with Little kids in the house. It was just too much of a mess. Now and... I want to
1: chew on a bead.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you could probably go look on the floor in my laundry Ugh. room. <laughs> I'm sure there's one hit, hi- hiding by like it's the like, baseboard. With a side of cat food. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Go dig behind the cat box. I'm sure there's one.
1: Ew. Okay. <laughs> enough. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: So, yeah, I didn't, oh, it I didn't it really it pay attention to what they were called, but I was like, I know
1: exactly. Again, I suck. Uh, it did not give me the dimensions. It just told me how many beads there were. Yeah. OK. So when I, I will update it and I'll like add the dimensions when I do the Instagram post. This is what he made. OK. It's not pretty. Oh, Wow. And uh, no, and it you is can get not it so
0: detailed because the, the tiny little yeah, pixels exactly.
1: Mm-hmm. And um, that's cool. He did it the same way that everybody does. It's not done in one solid thing because there's not a pegboard that size. Yeah. So he does. Oh, I can't you imagine even... if
0: you knock it and it's like no, oh my gosh, no. Like so he has like rolling. he
1: has the um. They make a huge. I'm showing you. Do you think but he they probably like a...
0: had like little sections and yeah? Then, like, I saw them a picture together. Yeah. He okay. he
1: has he, he would do like. I'm showing my hands. It's like a four by four, maybe Uh five by five square. He would do those and then he would iron it and then iron it together. And I've tried to do multiple pieces like that because I had a huge Super Mario 3. It was when Mario was dressed as the Tanuki with his little tail and stuff. Uh And you had to do like separate yeah um, like in in yeah. pieces and then and I put can, them together I always fuck it up trying yeah. to iron it is hard trying to get the seam so that it melts together yeah without... i could not because even
0: on the simple ones i'd get where like one's a little more melty than the other but dude it's if like you had hard. the cricket heat press. i was just gonna say my what? cricket heat press it's and so you even. can put
1: a time like yeah, a, a, a temperature No, yeah. a, temperature. a temperature
0: and a time okay well i'm gonna eventually. do it yeah and then yeah oh. Not at my house. <laughs> no, it's
1: okay. I know. <clears throat> I have, seriously, I have a cardboard box. Again, I'm like, this big. Everyone can see yeah. it. It's like a 20 by 17. It's big. Yeah. yeah. And it is full of, because like I actually went to the Perler website and uh-huh. I buy the individual bags of a thousand so I don't have to sort the colors. I fucking oh my refuse. Oh gosh. I... So yeah. So mine is like meticulous. Like There are some that the colors are mixed together because I have mm-hmm. the same buckets. I have like a bakery bucket and... Then the Mario one, it's all mixed together. But I eventually was like, I can't do this. And then I bought the individual colors. And it's crazy because you're like, oh, a thousand. That's a lot. It's not. And then you do like, because I did pretty Mm -hmm. detailed ones. Now I'm like, oh, where are they? Because our doors were metal. Are our doors metal now Our front doors? Are they? Uh, um,
0: It's like steel,
1: but then is our door door metal. It is? Mine is. Because if it is, then I could put them on magnets on my door. Yeah, yours is. There was a magnet
0: on your door. Did I put a magnet on my door? I think maybe Lenore did or, did or something I don't know <laughs> yeah so because I for one would put, put, my kids I would make yeah little, magnetic. I would make
1: my little perlers <laughs> my little bead sprites and put them on the. yeah I think I need to start giving them out again with my orders when I sell stuff because I, I usually add something and they're just funny and yeah. if they don't love them they can toss it Yeah. I don't care I just it is a really good hyper focus activity yeah and it's I good love for them. ornaments it really is mine
0: from when I was like 11 Lenore and I have I on my tree
1: Snowflakes one year because we had leftover white and clear, and we gave them to our friends in the apartment complex for ornaments. Yeah, it was really cute. Wow. Well good job. It's funny because we say it all the time. It's like how many times do we do these crafts? I have no idea where it came from. I don't know when it started. I have a couple others that I'm thinking of doing too, but you and I are probably gonna have to put a list together. Yeah. And just like claim the little bits or whatever because we're running.
0: It's getting different. Would have never done that. I didn't even think about it. But you know, know thinking about crafts from like I did the friendship bracelets. That was like a crap from the 90s that I did as a kid, you know. (laughs) And And then that was another one I did as a kid.
1: Mm -hmm. Oh, I meant to mention last week with uh, the friendship bracelets. Uh Uh-huh. My very, and I never completed it. I think I gave it to Crystal or one of my friends for like, hey, I know this was mine, but like happy birthday or something. Because, you know, when you're little, it was a Pocahontas friendship bracelet (sighs) set that I bought from the book fair. (laughs) the book the fair book fair. and i think probably second grade third grade yeah and it had it was so beautiful because it was like pocahontas color so it yeah. was like very earth tone it was like mm-hmm. dark purple a uh, uh, forest green brown uh-huh. then her like turquoise what i went for it's like earthy it's really, colors yeah, it's pretty i do like it a lot yeah. so yeah i meant to i meant to mention that and i forgot and yeah. i opened the book got out the strings and was like hell no <laughs> yeah, oh. there's no way i, I was like nope because i was yeah. way littler and i was I don't I couldn't even braid hair yet yeah I didn't learn to braid hair until fourth grade and I remember it perfectly which is so silly right I remember it perfectly fourth grade mrs. O'Neill's class the girl's name was Allie (laughs) (laughs) and it was one of those like her and I weren't really friends because she was like a little bit more of the popular girl whatever and Mm -hmm. I just remember her being like do you want to play with my hair? while well, we were watching whatever on the roll in TV uh-huh. and I was like, oh, okay. And I was like, I'm going to do it. And <laughs> I braided her hair, which is so dumb. I was like nine, but I remember it so well. I, this was the first time I successfully braided someone's hair. And I was like, yeah. I have to make this count.
0: <laughs> I remember learning how to braid hair. I had the, the doll head yeah. thing and I learned how to braid hair, Cute. but my mom braided my hair like every morning. Mm-hmm. And then, um, i tried to take that same technique and braid my own hair but i did it backwards so it was yeah. like the raised braid you oh, know okay. So not like the tucked in braid what's it uh-huh. called the the where it's like i don't know it's like up on top like it's the raised you know like backwards so, i guess so yeah girl so I,
1: I can barely braid now i don't know why you're asking me <laughs> No, it's a braid <laughs>
0: that's not like this but mm-hmm. it's like backwards so it's like mm-hmm. the bump rigid. yeah anyways yeah so yeah, is that the fishtail when it's no. inside out No, the fishtail is when it's the two and it's like this.
1: They're really fine pieces of stranded hair, too. It's not thick. Yeah, Yeah, I don't know.
0: Wrong person. Anyways, okay, (laughs) well, time to bring it on down. Mine is not like going in the direction like yours was last week, but, (laughs) um, but yeah, it is. We're getting back into some normalcy. Murder? Normalcy? (laughs) Yeah. Okay, so this, um, is the case of robin upson so this happens in bellevue florida uh back in 2018 so this is june 11th 2018 around 4 20 p.m a 911 call comes in and it's from a man just off of highway 40 in a national forest so it's like there's trails and stuff but Mm -hmm. he lives um in one of the houses he rents. And so he said he thinks he found a human torso. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he just, in this 911 call, he's like, it's, it's definitely human remains. Mm-hmm. Um, so he said he was walking, saw some blankets of some sort, took a stick to lift him up to look what was underneath it. He said he could smell something pretty gross. Um, when he lifted it up, he noticed striped underwear. So that's how he Ooh. knew. Like it has to be a human remains. It's mm-hmm. not like a deer or you know some animal. <laughs> sorry, so it's not funny. I just imagine no, a just... deer with underwear on. <laughs> you don't know, I'm Sorry. It's like, that's your dead giveaway. It's yeah. like that is not an animal. Yeah, you can't and it's confuse under, it with anything. Though. It's under something too, so mm-hmm. it's not. So, anyways, there is um, body cam footage uh, from this episode. I watched. It will be in the the sources. Uh huh. Um, so I watched all this, and so officers arrive on the scene. And they're talking to the 911 caller and he said that, you know, I rent a house up a little way and I noticed some turkey buzzards circling around. Mm. So he decided to follow the trail where the birds were and he came upon this pile of blankets and uh, he like didn't know what it was. And like I said, he, you know, just curiosity it up a stick. you can't help especially I like
1: would do. why would blankets be in a pile in a forest and yeah. like the what's buzzards? smell and then there's birds yeah. and like what's going I'd on i'd be afraid like a hiker died or yeah. like someone camping you yeah know? so uh-huh.
0: you can see as he's walking it's just to the left of the trail um it's not even like far in it's like right there off the trail so you're walking mm-hmm. this little trail and it's just right there you can see it um as officers looked more closely, they could see obviously, definitely human remains. And then you can hear one of the cops say, There's no head. Oh, gosh. It's just a torso. No head, no arms, no legs. So officers immediately, of course, call major crimes. They're like, this yeah. is we need to, you know, secure the scene. If
1: it's a bear or something, it's going to be like, there's probably going to be an arm and a leg this left. Like very yeah.
0: suspicious circumstances. Oof. So uh, major crimes is, cu- is called in. They uh, obviously secure the scene and then they need to do more of an in-depth in- yeah. interrogation or interview, I should say, with mm-hmm. the person that found the body. Of so course. It's like, well, you just came across a dead body. Um, they ask about you know, how did the sheets look? He said it just looked like a pile of sheets or like cloths or something.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um he said it appears that there were the officer was like, Well it looks like maybe there was something on top of the sheets. Was there something on top? And he's like, I don't I don't think so. He is mm-hmm. you know, he's like, I have no idea, you know, who this person is. I just live up there, you mm-hmm. know. Um and so the officers are like, Okay, um can you stay Until, you know, the investigators come and we'd like to get some DNA from you. Mm -hmm. That's pretty standard. Yeah. You know, just to rule out, like, if his DNA might be, like, on a sheet. Well, he was there. He said he moved it. Mm -hmm. But if there's no DNA anywhere else on her, it it definitely rules him out. Just to cover their bases. Yeah, of course. So, um, of course, he complies. And that's a good sign, always. Mm -hmm. You know, if you you comply. And um, the officer that interviewed him said... You Know it's, he doesn't look like a suspect, it's just he mm-hmm. clearly came upon this, which is totally reasonable. You see some right. birds, let's follow the trail. What are these birds? He's just thinking he's gonna find a
1: dead animal. I'm like, I do taxidermy, I'd be like, What's over there? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so,
0: like- <laughs> um, so yeah, so he's not really a suspect, he's right, just, he just came across the body. So, Sergeant Aaron Levy from the Marin County Sheriff's Department was brought in as the lead investigator. I'm so
1: sorry, what state is this? This, have you said? Yeah, this is in Florida. Okay, because there's a Marion County in Oregon. I was like, it's so funny no. when like I'm, when you hear something else, you're just like, where are they? Yeah, no, okay. this is in okay.
0: Florida, uh, Marion County uh, Sheriff's Department. So Argent, or Sergeant Aaron Levy is the one who's the lead on this. He's mm-hmm. going to come up a lot. Okay, um, he's basically well, he is a lead detective. He's the one leading this whole thing. Mm-hmm. So the first task, obviously, identify the victim. Yeah. Uh, It was clear it was a female torso, um, and there was a unique tattoo on her shoulder that was a robin perched on a tree branch. It almost Mm -hmm. looked like a cherry blossom branch, but it was a robin. Mm -hmm. And the age of the victim, or even the race, you can't determine because of the remains being out and the elements for so long. So the first thing detectives have to look at is missing persons Mm -hmm. in the area. And they can see that someone had reported her friend missing. And this missing person was Robin Upson, who was 63. And her friend had made the missing uh, persons report after not seeing her for a few days. I'm like, that's a good friend. But I guess if you have a routine and it's like, I can't get a hold of her, she's not answering your door, whatever. Yeah, right. You know, exactly. I haven't seen her for a while. We
1: talk to our moms every morning. Mm-hmm. We've talked about that before. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't immediately panic, but. But
0: if like three, four days go by oh, and like sure. radio <laughs> silence, I'd be freaking out. Yeah. yeah. Oh. So. This friend knew, like, this is not right. So she reported her, she filed a missing persons report. Mm -hmm. So detectives then went to this person, Robin Upson, her mother's house to um, speak with her. And her mother said that she hadn't talked to her for a while. Mm -hmm. And so then they asked her about, like, tattoos. Like, does she have any new tattoos? And so her mom tells them, like, oh, well, she got a new, um, you know, tattoo on her finger. Mm -hmm. obviously that's not helpful because the limbs are missing
1: oh yeah
0: and then she was like oh and she does have like a pretty big one on her shoulder it's of a robin oh okay and so that's when they knew the victim was robin upson who Mm -hmm. the missing person was so they showed her mother um pictures of the tattoos and she positively identified (laughs) the robin as as her tattoo
1: i know that they will crop it as best as they can it was it they showed it and and it's just like knowing that that's a photo of your daughter's dead shoulder Mm -hmm. her body like even if you crop it that's so sad
0: yeah um yeah you can see it i'll see i might post it i don't i don't know because it is Mm -hmm. but it's really pretty it's a little Robin because her name's robin yeah and um so yeah she was like that's definitely her tattoo and then this other one like i don't really know you know it's like you don't know like every tattoo, you know, yeah. someone has, but um, she definitely identified that and they just knew missing person tattoo. Like, what are the chances? And mm-hmm. um, so, in the timeline kind of match. So, I watched the body cam footage because it's the officers talking to the mom. Mm-hmm. And I don't know like what their relationship was, but the mom was just kind of like, a little cold like yep yep that's her that's her tattoo it just uh. seemed odd so i'm like i don't know they could have had yeah. a very strained relationship i don't know it just Grief seemed a response little weird is weird shock. but yeah like trying to shock.
1: process like
0: yeah so mm. but what came out of this is they knew it was robin yeah so detectives then get a search warrant for robin's house and when they get there they could see like oh she must have had some tree work done because there's like tree limbs and branches all over the front of her house like driveway like oh. in front of the garage door. And um, the garage door had also been left partially open. Oh,
1: that's weird. And
0: the backyard also showed a lot of tree work, branches everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, so then they go into the house. They found a mattress in the living room that was covered in blood. Ooh. Then uh, they go into the garage and there's blood on the floor. There's blood on the walls and the ceiling. So, they decided to use luminol throughout the house Mm -hmm. um, to see if there were areas that looked like maybe the suspect was trying to clean. Sure enough, there was. There's blood in the tub. There's on the floors, walls, and on some power tools. Ugh. (sighs) Yeah. So, that's when they were able to determine that most likely the dismemberment of her body happened in the garage with the amount of blood and power... Blood on power tools mm-hmm. so, But you said the
1: mattress was in the living room? Yes Okay, not in the garage
0: No Okay So I don't know if it started in the living I, mm-hmm. you know, it's yeah. just There was blood throughout the house too So he could have had it on him Um, It wasn't like a blood-soaked mattress There was blood on Gotcha the, On the bed uh, The mattress on the floor mm-hmm. So it's not like what you're thinking, um, okay. but it's just throughout the house. And you can see with luminol, and all, he cleans the, clean the suspect up. cleaned up yeah. throughout the house. So, yeah. Um, so they're searching throughout her house and her head and limbs are not found. So they're not in the house. Uh, so detectives then canvas the neighborhood and they start talking to people to see, you know, anybody see anything, hear anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, they talked to one of her friends and she said that she hadn't seen Robin in about a week. And she also said that Robin had eight animals in the house. Uh, Robin had four cats and four dogs. And she said she would have never left them in the home. Mm -hmm. Uh, She would have boarded them or called a friend if she was leaving. So, yeah. So, obviously, something horrible happened. um, And poor animals were left behind yeah so detectives then started talking uh to her about robin's uh pickup truck and she was like yeah that's gone mm-hmm. and so she they get the information from her like the make and the model it was like a ford f-150 and and <laughs> oh she's got florida <laughs> those plates are so popular, those yeah trucks. but it was a pretty um noticeable like distinguishable car so it's mm-hmm. like oh that's her truck you know so mm-hmm. uh, the neighbors knew they're nice
1: trucks mm-hmm.
0: and um and so it was like up oh, Florida plates like they yeah they the neighbor was or the friend was like i haven't seen the truck since seeing robin so detectives then go and talk to another neighbor named patricia and once again body cam footage you can watch this mm-hmm. uh immediately they you know ask her um if she knows robin and she says is she dead which i guess like you know there's crime scene but like why are you asking me is she dead like something happened then she says <laughs> still i would never I know then she says that does not surprise me. Uh, yeah, you're excuse like what? Me? <laughs> exactly.
1: Every time, I'm like the think of a cop coming up and asking me if I know someone. I'm gonna be like, mm. what did they do? Yeah, not is she, is she they dead? dead?
0: Yeah. So I was like, hmm, God, a little weird. But so then they just go on and they're like, okay, um, tell me a bit about Robin. And She says that Robin had been her client, and she said that she saw. I don't know uh, the extent of what this client thing is, but oh. I don't know. But anyway, so. Like
1: client, customer, like. Yeah, okay. I think so.
0: So she then said that she saw a guy driving her truck
1: hmm.
0: about a week ago, headed south on 441. And she said that she noticed because Robin's truck is, like I said, very noticeable. Everyone knows mm-hmm. her truck. And. um. And she said that she also saw the man smoking in the truck. And she was like, Robin would never, Ugh. like, never have let that happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, so detectives actually were able to locate Robin's truck at a cafe. I think it's like an internet cafe. Oh, my gosh. It's uh, so weird. Yeah. they still exist. I think so, yeah. Uh, but it was actually really close to Robin's house. So mm. they went there and looked at the surveillance footage. And they see the video of her truck there. So they start talking to employees. And one of the employees... um you know notice the truck she said oh i noticed that on tuesday um and so while they're talking they're towing the truck for evidence you know they because that's yeah obviously she didn't drive it there yeah so um this one lady she's like oh yeah i saw it like pull up um on tuesday i saw it on camera it was weird because it was like pouring rain Mm -hmm. and she saw a man a man get out close the door and then walk off like, down the road. <laughs> just leaving it there. Yeah, like- just left. <laughs> but the direction he was going is actually the direction towards Robin's house. Mm. Um, So just in that direction. Yeah. Don't know if he went back there or what, but... Um, So she only said I could just tell it was a white male That's Mm -hmm. it You know it's like grainy surveillance footage of your parking lot It's like the side lot And from
1: far away you can't be like He was six foot whatever It's hard to tell So
0: they just know Okay well our suspect's a white male So they were like did you touch the truck or whatever She's like no it didn't have any tint And I could just see right in And I saw that there were like some keys And like a garage door opener on the dash Mm -hmm. So they look in the truck And they find a Walmart receipt Oh. And on the receipt, it shows a reciprocating saw and trash bags. Oh, my God. Other things. Yes. So they knew they needed to go to Walmart. So they have, you know, time stamped on the receipt date, time. Let's go look at that surveillance Mm -hmm. footage. So you can clearly see her truck drive up into the parking lot Mm -hmm. and park. And then you see a white male go through the store and get every item on that receipt. Mm Mm-hmm. So now they have a better place to find out, like, okay, who is this man? They have a picture of him now mm-hmm. from the surveillance footage. So they then decided to bring Robin's daughter, Summer, um, in to talk to see if maybe she knows like anything that could be helpful and to see if like she knows the man in mm-hmm. the footage, in the surveillance footage. So they take out the picture. And once again, you can see this; it's all recorded. And, um, you know, they say, "Do you know this man?" And she was like, "Yeah, that's him. He just looks angrier or something." It just hmm. it, she knew who it was. Mm-hmm. Um, she said, "That's Chris Talkfar, Talkfar, Tokfar, Yeah. Um, so she said they met him a while back, and um, like her mom and him would do like some business ventures together.
1: There's a lot of weird client business happening. I know.
0: <laughs> so I think it was more of like entrepreneurial stuff. Like yeah. he wanted to start a tattoo shop or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, they did some like business ventures together. And then she also said that he had lived in one of the rooms in the house. Oh, okay. So she said that Chris had also at one point gone over and taken care of her grandfather while he lived there. Mm-hmm. And this obviously makes him look really trustworthy. And yeah. It's like, oh, he's taking care of grandpa. Like, mm-hmm. and he's friends with mom it's not too bad or whatever um and so then she goes on with the business stuff you know they're like what's with the business stuff and she was like well actually one of the business ventures almost put mom like my mom into bankruptcy Mm -hmm. um you know it she said chris is the one you know they're asking like so did chris bring money into this or whatever and she's like no chris is the one with the ideas Mm -hmm. and mom is the the one with the money Mm -hmm. and um and so she was like, I don't have any contact with him. I, he's never contacted me, but I just know he has like a Facebook and that's it. Which yeah. like, who doesn't have a Facebook? Mm-hmm. Um. So this part, I, I wanted to include this because I was like, it just shows like how sweet her daughter is. Obviously she's distraught over this. Mm-hmm. And then she asked the detective, she was like, can I write a, a note to whoever you find that did this? Uh, nothing like spiteful or mean. Um, but I just want to write a note and put it in a Bible, and can you give it to them because clearly they need Jesus. <laughs> and he was like, "Yeah, I, I can do that for you." So she wrote her note and put it in a Bible, and he, he kept it, mm-hmm. um, to, you know, give to them. And she's like, "Thank you. I just think it'll really help me heal." Mm-hmm. Um, so I just thought, oh, how, how sad. And, um, so, moving on. Detectives now know this is our main suspect. He bought all the stuff. He's driving her truck. Yeah. Like, and he ditched her truck. We got to find this guy. Yeah. So um, they start looking at Chris and they see that he had lived in Marshall, Texas. Mm-hmm. So S- Sergeant Levy flew from Florida to Texas mm-hmm. and interviewed Chris's mom. Uh, She said that Chris had lived in Hawaii for a few years, but he would come in to the mainland because he had like a friend in California or a sister or something in California and then mm-hmm. and then friends in Florida. And she said, like, you know, he's a tattoo artist. And as far as she knew, he's doing well with that career. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's like one of the business ventures was like, oh, let's yeah. open a tattoo parlor. You know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so she said he came out most recently because he had a friend in Florida that he stayed with off and on. Robin. Yeah. And um, helped her with some stuff. And this time when he, before he left Hawaii to go to Florida, he told her he was going to help his friend Robin and that he owed her money. Oh. And so she said that he told her that like also like, oh, well, like Robin wanted to be more than friends uh-huh. um, and he wasn't interested in that. And so think about this. It's obviously he's taking advantage of the fact that Robin cares, gonna, for, him. cares for him and is willing to give him money for these business things or whatever mm-hmm. so they're like well, is he a violent guy you know does he yeah you know she's like yeah well other than like some domestic stuff you know oh, what that that's means. it yeah. just some relationship mm-hmm. beating like uh, he just has a little bit of a temper mm-hmm. so it's like this is just building a stronger oh, case yeah. violent temper owed money red flags mm-hmm. like this is this has got to be the guy so um so they just knew like we got to find this guy he's mm-hmm. our number one suspect so Robin, you know, she was just that type of person. She I I'm going to post a picture of her with her harley she rode a harley davidson and she would actually like take trips all over the country Mm, so she had like an adventure like spirit to her she had courage and just like even in situations where she was like maybe was a little scared going cross country did i hear right she's like 61 63 oh okay okay she's older but yeah yeah. there's a really cool picture of her her with her harley and it kind of reminds me of jack's dad dad with his harley like his favorite picture of him Mm -hmm. and um and so she just, Aww. everyone that talked about her was like, she's just this great person. So I could see how someone like Chris would take advantage of that. Yeah. And she's this really cool person, adventurous, takes risks, I'm sure, with, you know, so. <laughs> yeah, and, life and money. Yeah. So Aww. um, there was actually, like, no funeral or memorial for her. Her mom just, like, got her remains cremated and mm-hmm. just got them herself so Mm -hmm. everyone like on the show that I watched was just talking about her and and how nice she was so knowing a little bit about her I can kind of see where she was probably taken advantage of it's just it's always always nice nice, exactly
1: it's always the nicest people.
0: so in Jefferson Texas on August 15th 2018 around 7 p.m. a phone call came in that Chris was staying with someone in the area
1: Oh, so he went
0: pretty far away. Yeah, so he went from Florida back to Texas uh-huh, which where his is mom not was. not that far, but yeah. still. Um, so they were able to go arrest him and they had, they were able to arrest him on a warrant for stealing the Upton family's van. Oh. So it was like, they have to have a reason to bring him in. you know? It, yeah. So he's arrested. Mm-hmm. So this guy is 43 years old. Uh, his name is Christopher Lee Tokvar. And he was arrested for Robin's murder, of course, because you did it. You know, right. it's like it's There's so, so much evidence. Yeah, yeah.
1: There's nobody else they're even looking at.
0: Yeah. So once again, Charlotte, Sergeant Levy flew out to Texas to interview Chris. Remember, he's on mm-hmm. bleed, so he's in Florida. So he's got to fly out to Texas to interview uh Chris. So Chris says that he met Robin through a friend of his named Mary. And he and Robin had been friends for about 20 years. He said that he had gone to Florida. And while he was there, he did some tree cutting at Robin's house. Mm -hmm. Reason for all the tree Mm -hmm. branches and stuff. And And what, the saw? Yeah, the (laughs) chainsaw. So he had a chainsaw. He was doing all the tree Mm -hmm. trimming and stuff. And he then says... I don't want to laugh. It's just this. I, it's, sometimes it's so stupid and so ridiculous. Stupid, you just can't. You're going to be infuriated because I literally like <laughs> wanted to scream. So he said um, that while he was there, he did the tree cutting at her house and then she got mad at him about how he was doing it mm-hmm. and told him to stop and she was just going to call a professional. Okay. So that's what he said. So he said that she was like, I need you out. That's I need you to get out mess, and just leave. Just left it. Yeah just leave. So he was asked if he knew, like, do you know what's going on with Robin? Or anything? He's like, I don't know. I haven't talked to her since that day. Mm-hmm. So he said that he hasn't heard anything o- at all about Robin. You know, that she was killed or anything. Missing. He's like, I don't know anything. Yeah, his friend, yeah.
1: and he doesn't even know that she's, she's missing, missing, and there's mm-hmm. a big possibility they found her parts. Exactly.
0: He's plain oh, stupid. Gosh. So Sergeant Levy then tells Chris that he's investigating Robin's homicide. Mm-hmm. And um he's just needs to get some more information Mm -hmm. so he says that um now chris is changing his story he's like okay well after that i went into the spare bedroom and i could hear robin talking to some guy on the phone and then the next day when i got up she was gone
1: so he oh mattress he's sleeping over he's crashing there and went okay
0: okay okay so sergeant levy then tells him that He knows he was using his truck, her truck. Mm -hmm. You're like, we know we have you on camera using her truck. Yeah, and we can trace you to an internet cafe. And of course, he's still playing stupid. And the detective's like, your your timelines don't match. Mm -hmm. You're saying you woke up, she was gone, so she left in her truck. But then a little bit later, you're seen in her truck. Yeah, come on, you know. Mm -hmm. And um, oh,
1: she took. She must have took an Uber. Yeah,
0: (laughs) yeah, no. Uh, so Chris is then asked like, okay, so what type of relationship do you have with her? And he was like, oh, we're just friends. And they were like, well, is it romantic or did she want it to be romantic? And he was like, no, it wasn't romantic, but she wanted it to be, she wanted more. Yeah. And so then Chris was asked about like, okay, what's up with all these business ventures? And he said that Robin helped him out with some money. And when asked about how much he owed her, he said 16, about $16,000 that's a bit of that's a lot that's a lot to owe someone yeah so obviously they're starting to put the pieces together robin most likely got sick of him not giving her money back exactly and not returning romantic interest if that is even the thing which it could have been you know and so she could have just been fed up with him Mm -hmm. so they um he then says that the day he's now changing his story again the day that Robin got angry with him, he was sitting out on the back porch, porch smoking a cigarette, mm-hmm. like having a little break in between cutting tree branches. And Robin just comes out of the house yelling at him and was like shaking a knife at him. <laughs> okay. So he was like, unfortunately, it got violent.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Um, and he was like, and I had a chainsaw in my hand. So he punched her in the face
1: with a chainsaw?
0: (laughs) He's now saying that when she came at him with the knife, (laughs) he hit the button and, quote, defended himself.
1: That's his now story. Because a knife and a chainsaw are, like, totally... You wouldn't even have to turn it on! No, just hit her Just, in the face yeah hit her hit in the, the knife arm. out of her hand yeah oh my god so especially because like a chainsaw has like a three foot reach yeah
0: it's bullshit it's yeah. all bullshit That's that the part so you're talking stupid. about yeah, like, so, so, yeah i got so mad to where i'm like
1: Defending yourself with against a, a woman with a kitchen knife and yeah, which and you've is like got a maximum chainsaw. blade length of like ten inches, and you have a chainsaw. I'm like, are you? Serious? You could have threw the turned off chainsaw at her Seriously, and knocked her over. That is
0: anything other than I just push the button and defended myself. Fighter, defended flight. yourself, oh, please. Come You're on. a man with a chainsaw against a 63 year old woman. That's a thing. I was so mad. I was just like, yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? I like Seriously. literally had to like pause it for a second because my face is so
1: hot I was like this is so
0: stupid so oh my gosh yeah even if it was real like like you said a a knife there's a longer chainsaw uh, like you and I both have really
1: (laughs) long arms yeah the chainsaw like put your arm out again so we are doing arm to arm Amy and I are both really long armed and we're tall a knife to you would be maybe Like you pointing it at me would be hitting my maybe farther than my wrist. A chainsaw would be at you. At my face. At your face. At my face. Yeah. Like, come on now.
0: Yeah. So it's like you're talking about getting your knuckles nicked with a knife or. Turn the chainsaw
1: and cut her hand off. Yeah, you don't even have to get that close. Yeah, so
0: I. Oh my yeah, god. Yeah, so he. Yeah. yeah, I was so mad. <sighs> That's was so, so offensive. Mad and I just couldn't. I. I had to, <laughs> I like I said it. I had to pause it and like stand up and like walk around for a minute because it was so stupid. I was like, oh, now he's taking that. I was defending myself. Thing. Yeah. I couldn't stand it. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, at, so they're getting the story. Yeah. So then the detectives like, do you um know Robin's daughter, Summer? Mm-hmm. And he's like, I don't want to talk to her. And so he then takes out the Bible with the note inside and hands it over. Oops! And you know, and he's like, "Well, she wanted you, the person who did this to her mother, to you know have this. So you, you know, there's a note inside, and she wanted you to have this." Men, Chris says, "Are you shaking? I am. <laughs> Sorry, like so, this is mad. so mad. This, yeah, this, yeah." He says, "Quote." And I watched this. I watched Mm -hmm. these words come out of his mouth hole and I wanted to punch him. I wanted to punch him. Yeah. I don't know how the detective didn't just like have to get up and walk out of the room and just like, oh, okay. So he says, after getting receiving this Bible from her daughter, Mm -hmm. he says, Quote, I don't think defending myself was a sin, but dismembering her body was not very polite
1: oh oh that's the last politeness that's what that's we're worried about problem.
0: i was so like oh i had to pause it again oh, i was gosh. like so my face is like is it red no i so mad i was so mad when you I, are
1: getting a little flushed. i yeah.
0: I'm, it just makes me so mad the whole self oh the lies the self-defense the yeah. oh i was just like this poor woman i defended
1: myself with but, a chainsaw
0: but it's that's not self-defense that's murder
1: that's crazy so
0: and yeah and dismembering her body so after this Chris then starts to confess to the whole crime. Sorry, exactly.
1: It's like, call the police the moment it happens. I defended myself with a chainsaw. I know what was wrong. She's hurt. Like, come on.
0: Yeah, no. Yeah. So he, of course, admits he has to. He was seen on surveillance at Walmart. Um, He admitted to going to Walmart after killing her. He said that everything with the reciprocating saw and dismemberment happened in the garage. Mm -hmm. Uh, So then they were like, where's the rest of her body? Where's her arms, her legs, and her head? Yeah, and um, he says he buried her uh, limbs and head in the backyard, and then he drew a map of the backyard showing- of her own house. Yes, oh my and gosh. Um, drew a map of her backyard showing where he buried her limbs and, and head. Mm-hmm. And so Sergeant Levy flew back to Florida, my gosh. and they were able to locate the remains where Chris said that they were in her backyard. Mm-hmm. Uh, the remains were actually partially encased in cement. And so it actually helped preserve some of her face. They were able to obviously, you know, it's like, well, these are obviously her limbs. Mm-hmm. Um, so now the, her entire body was found. Um, so I don't know if like then the rest of those were, I'm sure the rest of those were cremated and added to yeah. to the remains that they had. So it was undeniable. So of course, mm. jump ahead to the end, uh. He was charged with second degree murder, found guilty, and sentenced to life in prison. Mm. And I <laughs> oh my that, gosh. I think just like watching I I think watching the interview and watching him say the words and lie and change up his story and then just it's so cold, and I was so infuriated. He's just so
1: convinced he, quote, unquote, defended himself. I mean, and the thing is, maybe that somehow is what happened. In his head, maybe? Yeah. I'm like, what what if she did come out with a knife or whatever, but to stand so firmly by how ridiculous that is, you know, he's got to convince himself that it was okay. But
0: the dismembering part is what took it to a next level, where that's not defending yourself. No, that's hiding a crime. And you more than likely were not defending yourself in the beginning if you took it the next step to then go after killing her to Walmart, purchase a reciprocating Mm -hmm. saw, come back to the house and dismember her, bury half of her in her own backyard, (laughs) cover it with some cement, and then take her torso and (laughs) toss it in the woods under some sheets.
1: I always found that to be such a strange thing in movies, television. I know this is real life, but just like the amount of times that people supposedly defend themselves and then go to these amazing lengths to, to hide cover it, it up, mm-hmm. which again, if it was totally self-defense, you probably could have got away with it in the way of like really explaining it when it happens, mm-hmm. the moment it happens, not after you chopped them up and hid them. And why would you go to such great lengths yeah. to try? The charges I mean, would if he tried you to charged- get away with it for as long as mm-hmm. possible by separating identifying markers.
0: Yeah. And if he, like you said, if he would have just called and this happened, the charges would have been totally different, Um, you know, but no, second degree murder.
1: And he would have got a manslaughter charge, let's say, which I really, I don't think it was, but like, he probably would have got a manslaughter, like a crime of passion, weird Mm -hmm. charge. But
0: yeah, I was trying to find the court documents to try to find out some more information. But I was like, I don't think I want to go any more deeper into this. It was a lot. Yeah. But it kind of... (laughs) Really, uh, when you were talking last, uh, through your last episode mm-hmm. about the bodies and and <sighs> all of that, I, all I could think about was this, because I had already done oh, no. this done, and yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, I just, it's, I think mm-hmm. that's why it really got to me, but, yeah, so. Especially if you have was... to be a
1: family member, and all the parts aren't together, mm-hmm. you're always going to be like, where's yeah. the rest? Why is it gone? You know, that, that would be an issue. I'm glad they were able to get the rest. Yeah, so but... she's, yeah, <sighs> all In her own backyard. And then the other part moved away. Like it's so much deception. Cleaning it. Yeah.
0: It was a lot. It was gross. a lot. I had never heard of it before until I started I mean, either. It. Yeah. Good job.
1: Gross. Thanks. I know. <laughs> I'm sorry. They're all I'm gross. Sorry. I know. There's so many of them. Like my freaking Todd Kent Hammer watching. When you watch the interviews and you hear them and see them oh. lying. It's. I think that's the, why this got to me so bad. Yeah. And it really is like so many of these nowadays because the way that body cam footage is mm-hmm. like um, enforced so uh, strongly. You know, there is a lot of this that we are allowed to see at the same time because mm-hmm. it is sort of public, they're a public servant. So it's mm-hmm. sort of a court of opinion. They want to be able to see that footage in case, yada, yada. So yeah. we see it. Those, I'm all drooling because I'm talking, <laughs> I'm not even swallowing. I'm like, <gasps> well, that's but like, it's, it's gross to see psychotic in mm-hmm. person. Essentially, you're watching these people. Emphatically lying in yeah. believing it in whatever capacity they do to cope yeah. with what they have done. Sometimes I wonder how much of it really is like evil versus like the compartmentalization and the collapse of someone's mental yeah. state and they have to this cope with just it. By just, yeah. You can just tell. You can and tell that's where, like, when they're just... Shitty people So the
0: show And I go back to the show a lot With a lot of my cases Um Because it's so good Because it's a lot of (laughs) It's a lot of Um body cam footage yeah. and surveillance footage and stuff. It's a show on Discovery Plus called The Murder Tapes. Okay, and, oh, I've seen some of yeah. those. And so I can't remember. There's a couple cases I've covered in the past but it's really informative because the detectives talk and it's not a lot of like, you know, reenactment or anything like that mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. It's just um, you know, body cam footage, crime scene footage. Um, interviews. And interviews so you or can kind of. Interrogation interviews. Yes. And so you can kind of, um, yeah. you know, formulate your own Deduction as you're watching it. Yeah. So I was like, this
1: guy. It's so messed up and crazy to me that almost every single case you and I have covered, like, I haven't heard of that. And you're like, I haven't heard of that. Yeah. And, like, you and I have I been like watching those. True Crime for a long time. Yeah. My mom has been into it for a long time, too, you know. But we we had kind of talked about this in the beginning that we will cover, like, you know, my Jerome Brudos case. Mm-hmm. But that wasn't what we came here for. It wasn't, no. like, what everyone's talked about already. Yeah. It's these really messed up in-betweeners that... Um, these small, just normal, everyday people. And it's, and people it's still that, sad. Yeah. It's still really sad. And that's why I like the nice parts trying mm-hmm. to talk about the nice parts because these are still humans and their family is still mm-hmm. out there. Yeah. Because um, a lot of these have been pretty recent.
0: Yeah. There is a, a case that I'm going to do coming up. I I just started researching it today um, mm-hmm. after talking to my mom because she was talking about over um, Christmas. It was like right before the new year, there was a body found in Newport beach. Um, mm-hmm. In the back bay area and I've been there I've been Mm -hmm. to the back bay area and it was like on a sandbank and so she sent me the video of Mm. they had the body in the body bag and so we cannot find anything else about that I don't know if it was an accidental drowning and so then when I started you know I just did a basic Google search like Newport Beach um, body we just know it was a man Mm -hmm. from witnesses that were there. Um, and a black leather jacket and so i don't know if it was an accidental drowning. um it passed uh, out or, the tide came in or, or something. yeah so they were i was explaining oh. we were talking about it and i'm like well they're they're moving their body they're not securing a crime scene there because when the tide comes in that's not land anymore it's right. literally there's nothing it there. literally it's disappeared it's underwater so um i did a google search you know just newport beach back bay um, body found and they surprisingly a lot and it's really unfortunate I like mean, it's not
1: not him you mean like no, a lot others, of cases. but not oh, him yeah. i couldn't
0: find anything about him but then i did find one that i'm going to cover but mm. i'm like wow it's just it's a body of water and unfortunately you know that rivers lakes, ever- especially the know, salt ocean.
1: and it's so abrasive because it's sand scrubbing the body yeah. just gets scrubbed like literally yeah so um and like sea stars and so yeah it's crawl.
0: the it's those cases where it's just like one person what happened you right. So it's not like a oh, serial killer. And they or matter crazy. just yeah. like
1: serial killer victims. They are an individual that has somebody that cares yeah, about them. Yeah. So,
0: Aww. um, so yeah, Robin, um, like I said, I, I'm going to find a picture to show you right now so you, I can get your, um, real time, uh, reaction to her, um, motorcycle photo if I of okay. course now I can't find it I just typed in her name and and I can see a picture of her um they showed a lot of pictures of um of her in um high school so uh-huh. there's like this one from her in high school oh that's like a black and white yeah. and then oh here it is oh it's all super grainy it's okay you can still show me <laughs> yeah there's a few of her on her harley Here's her with her helmet. <laughs> she looks proud. Her heart. So I was like, it reminds me of Jack's dad. Yeah. Literally same stance, like That's standing cool. on the bike. Oh my god! Posing. Motorcycles are
1: so hard to hold up. Yeah, they are so heavy.
0: Um, but <laughs> here is her and, and his nasty face.
1: Ew, ew. So do you see
0: why it just was so like, mad? I'm just like stop beer face talking and nasty neck. So tattoo. yeah, but um. Yeah, so all it's this is one of those cases where like oh, I'll remember Robin, I'll think of
1: her, and, and when you her see Harley. motorcycles, or when yeah. I see a robin, I a never robin see girl. enough of those here up in the Pacific Northwest. There's a lot of mm. them, so when I was a kid i would because our backyard wasn't huge but it had so much foliage and so we always had a lot of animals and like raccoons and all kinds of different birds and now Mm -hmm. being here i'm like we have a lot of cute songbirds but i miss seeing robins i I don't see them often
0: no i think up in lake arrowhead i I saw a few Mm. but yeah so anyways rest in peace robin yes okay well with that stay crafty and not cry me Bye. bye